welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about assassinations, paradium missiles, and how to make your own moon armor. I'm Justin. And I'm Tim. And wouldn't you know it, my microphone is recording. And this week on Forever Canon, it's a good thing the microphone's recording because we're going to talk about Fate of the Jedi, Book 8, Ascension, chapters 33 through 36, where we get some long sidelined and built to action mm-hmm. within the empire. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on forever. Canon Sith and the Jedi temple are secretly snatched. Roki Kem is not all. She seems Admiral Perova is arrested by the galactic Alliance and killed by the Sith. Jag fell meets him off. Gets shot, gets dropped. That was last week. Where we left, mm-hmm. Jag fell with a smoking hole in his chest in the middle of the floor as Moff Gattels ran away, joining Dalla's fleet. And her victory, she's trying to what? She's trying to take over the Empire. She's yeah. trying to become the Empress. That seat as head of state of the Empire is now empty after mm-hmm. Jag fell has been assassinated in the last chapter. And we pick up in chapter 33... In the Exodo system, Exodo system, Exodo system, Meridian mm-hmm. sector with Natasi Dalla overlooking her gathered Ma irregular fleet. Very irregular indeed. But she talks about how like a lot of those cool weapons they had against Jason Solo had to be removed. Yeah. Cause they did. They, they weren't too expensive uh, to yeah, maintain. Cost effective or reload. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, money. Duh. The fleet, her, her irregular fleet may be smaller. But it's a fine start, especially once Leckerson arrives with his reinforcements and the seven other moths. Yeah, and they all have their own, like, mini fleet. Like, Leckerson has, like, 36 ships. I think they always do. I think every moth always has, like, their own Star Destroyer because they are responsible for regions of space. Yeah. So they are sort of, like, generals where they have their own small army of the King's Guard or something Mm -hmm. that they command. You know what I mean? Which is funny in a, in such a backbiting society that you would just like, everybody <laughs> should have their own army. I trust you all to treat each other fairly. Right? <laughs> so I don't know how many moths there are, but eight of them are here in support of Dala, which with a dead jagged fell seems like a one fell swoop to take over the empire. No? <laughs> fell swoop. Ha. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Punned. Speaking of fell, swoops. Jag's assassination, Dala thinks, was an unfortunate necessity. Mm-hmm. She would rather have killed the man face-to-face, but you gotta do what you gotta do when you're trying to take over the galaxy, you know? It's weird how quiet the news has been about his death, but I'm just gonna write that off. Yeah, it's weird, but not necessarily unexpected, because yeah. it would throw the galaxy into disarray sure, or something. And, and his cabinet and his uh, people and try to keep the message suppressed and stuff. Okay, mm. weird, but we're moving on. Because the gang's all here. Yep. And the Galactic Imperial coup is ready. So Dala gives a little speech about how, welcome to the winning team, we're about to win. <laughs> she ends her speech <laughs> with, by the way, Jagfell is dead, and we're about to t- sit in an empty seat. Isn't that easy enough? Her speech is answered by none other than Jagfell himself. <laughs> yep. With orders for her to stand down 
He's backed up by his secret Chiss Imperial fleet, Mm -hmm. which he calls the Vanguard of the Empire of the Hand. Yes. What is the Empire of the Hand? I wrote it with a question mark, but it has something to do with Thrawn. Yeah. I think it... I mean, I think a lot of people listening or a lot of regular Star Wars fans would probably know. I never read the Thrawn books. Me neither. I was busy reading these 40 or so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, get off my ass. But yeah, the Empire of the Hand thing was like a... Some sort of combination Chiss and Imperial uh, treaty. Yeah. Where like they would join forces because Dala thinks something to the effect of joining forces with another empire weakens the empire. Mm -hmm. So here is Jag, the half human, half Chiss, who has been excommunicated by his homeworld because of Jaina Solo's actions during the bug war. He is here with a Chiss Imperial fleet. This must be his no take backs trump card, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. Here's my secret fleet. You guys didn't think I had one like all of you? I do. And it's blue. Bang. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the card's been played. And now here we are. Secret fleets versus secret fleets. <laughs> Chapter 34. All, all of a sudden, there's a lot of ships. Yeah, all of a sudden, there's like, you know, Dolla was sitting here looking at her like 17 or 20 weirdo ships. Mm-hmm. And now there's eight fleets here. Yeah. Game on. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's like 200 ships floating around. Chapter 34. Facing down a Chiss fleet while standing on the Chimera, Star Destroyer made famous by Chiss Grand Admiral Mithra Nurido, better known as Thrawn. That's the ship that Dahl is on this whole time, the Chimera. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned it. So thanks, Christy. Forgot about that. <laughs> kind of cool parallel. I like I like the symmetry here, and I kind of miss the Chiss. Yep. I like Jag Fell, but he ain't quite like the Chiss. They're they're their own whole thing. Last time I saw them was during the Swarm War books. That's what I know them from. Yeah. And, you know, I think a little bit during the Vong Crisis. How could you stay out of it? But definitely during the Swarm War, that was the whole thing, right? It was... Whew, it was... It's been a bit for those two. The Dark Jedi Raynar Thull... No, it wasn't Raynar Thal. It was some dark Jedi took over a Killick nest and they were expanding their territory and they went into the Chiss territory, mm-hmm. which sparked this war between the two of them that ended up getting Jag kicked out of the Chiss. And now here engaged to Jaina while Dala stands where Thrawn once stood on the bridge of the Chimera, ready for an empire, Im- empire, imperial galactic civil war to kick off. Yeah. They're having their own little civil war right now in the Empire to fight over who gets that chair that was supposedly empty. Turns out the guy's not dead. Nope. But I do miss those chests. Anyways, it's battle time. And surprise, surprise, Dala is betrayed immediately by Moff Gitelis. <laughs> right? He was tricking her all along. And the shoesting begins. Vitor Reed shows up. With Pelion's old Star Destroyer, the Bloodfin. Do you remember who Vitor Reed is? It's Pelion's... Like, assistant? Assistant guy. And now he's an admiral of a fleet. Because Jagged Fell is that kind of guy. Good he values him. loyalty and stuff like that. None of this stab each other in the back Imperial regular roundabout carousel. We're yeah. going to let people with integrity and loyalty and like... 
morality step into positions of power. That's 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 just chist background. I just thought that was a, yeah, it totally is right. Yeah, that, honor, that honor, that and stratified system of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being being like central to your success. What a good way to run things, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the chists are a little severe about it. Jack Fell being half human, mm-hmm. maybe a different system here in this empire. If he can win the Civil War, I just thought that was no, that was a cool way to bring the Bloodfin back, where Tahiri murdered Pelion, mm-hmm. and bring Vitor Rige back. I think that was his assistant, aide de camp, s'il vous plaît. But anyways, uh, there's a lot of people here. Also, P.S. The Chiss ships, they don't fire lasers. No. They fire masers. They're better by one letter. Mm-hmm. So, technologically <laughs> advanced. Yeah. It's like a combination of mass and light. So, that's why it's maser. But, I'm that's so, that's so, Christy Golden didn't make that up. That's old EU canon. That's so lame. Yeah. That is so <laughs> lame. I it's don't like, quite understand how it works either. But. It's like, you invented a gun. And you're like, look at this power. And I was like, yeah, this one's better. I'm going to call it Hun. <laughs> one, one letter ahead of you, idiots. Like, yeah. Maser beams. Shooting maser beams. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't get past. I couldn't let that go. I yeah. do like maser beams, though. That sounds fun. <laughs> I know. It's black. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Anyways, the chiss ships are cool. I don't know if you knew that. But, quote, According to Dala, even though the Chimera is under heavy fire from these maser beams, at last, he, meaning Jack Fell, was going to pay. And at this point, I'm like, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he came back from the dead and surprised everybody. And then he showed up with this fleet of unknown Imperial Chiss craft. Throwing everybody off balance. And then, like, Moff Gatella's betrayed you right away. Throwing everything off balance. Yeah, there's a lot of misdirection all of the, and all surprises. Of the, uh, like, it's tipping the scales, right? All, all of the weight that was on her side is just shifting back and sloping over to Jack Fell's direction. And she's having that really fun bad guy hubris. Yeah. Of, like, got him, though. Yeah, I'll win. I'll get him. What? <laughs> Cut to the Gilad Pelion. Jag's flagship has been destroyed in moments. Yep. Doll is like, I'll oh, get him. He'll pay. And she calls Leckerson. Hey, remember you were like, I wanted to kill him. Go ahead. Yeah. Go right ahead with your beradium mines or yeah. missiles or whatever. Beradium missiles, which is like the most powerful explosion in the galaxy, except for maser beams or the, the center point or it's, it's bad. Or Dala's old stuff, whatever yeah. she had. But then we cut to how bad it is. The ship is destroyed. It's lost. Instantly. Yeah. They come up from that moon. I'm going to get you. Escape. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah. Missiles explode. The ship is on fire. It's venting atmosphere. And then the ship is lost. Jag, Tahiri, and Ashik, 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 are fleeing in TIE Defenders. No big deal. Only probably my personal favorite TIE Fighter. Love them. The triple winged. How do you land that? Do they maybe they retract? I don't think so, and I don't think they're strong enough. Although the cockpits are always really small and light. Anyways, tie defender with the triple mm. thing. 
Maybe the landing legs are really long. Yeah, maybe the bottom ones. Oh, like struts pop up. (laughs) Yeah, like a daddy long leg struts. (laughs) That's awesome and gross. That's my favorite TIE fighter, just so everybody knows. The second one, probably Vader's TIE advance. Uh, Moving on. It's Mm -hmm. just a TIE bomber without the second side, but all right. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cool when he shows up in it and he's got hexagonal wings and everybody else has had X's and I's. (laughs) Capitalize. Mm Mm-hmm. The team jumps into the TIE Defenders, they load up, and they head out into the fracas. I actually wrote fracas. All right. I was inspired. Yeah, that's a, that's a word. Apparently. I, <laughs> apparently, I was just in a mood. Okay. Yeah. The Empire is having a civil war out loud for once, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, it's all happening behind the scenes. They're betraying each other all behind the scenes and gathering all their resources behind the scenes and hiding their secret fleets behind the scenes. Assassination on Fel doesn't stick. He's like they tried to kill He's him. He's like a really four times. hard guy to kill. They yeah. even tried to kill everyone in the room once. Yeah, they're like, "You're all at dinner. Don't care." Yeah, ah, you're getting in your simu- flight simulator. Gas him. Yeah, <laughs> meeting with a moth. Shoot him. Yep. Yeah. Cannot kill this man. And now he's in a tie defender and good luck to everybody else. Cause if in case you don't know yet, cause it hasn't happened a lot in the series that we've covered, Jagged Fell is an ace pilot, just like every other main or secondary character in these books. Yeah, ace pilot. Name me a crappy pilot. Yep, no. Yep. Chapter 35. 7 minutes later. Is how we start the chapter? Does it really? Yep. 7 minutes later, Jags under heavy fighter attack, but he's a great pilot, like I just said. Mm-hmm. He blows several ships away until he takes a strange hit from some strange debris. And quote Dalla had blasted apart Exodo 2's moon. Yeah. How did she manage that? It was an old mining colony. They were hiding inside of tunnels inside of it. It kind of reminds me of Kessel. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, it's all full of mines. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and so really it's like a cookie ready to crumble. It's got all the cracks and... and Fault lines and all that, that you could ever it. want, but what? Where did? What kind of power did did they get to all of a sudden break apart a moon? Maybe Leckerson had some more of those missiles. Well, we cut to Leckerson's idea: blow up the moon and cause chaos, and also smash them with the moon. Combined with his missiles, equal boom moon. Yeah, bad guy stuff. Bits of moon flying all over. Jack spinning out of control. I don't care how much collateral damage I cause. I just want to win. There's an ant on my pop screen. Almost crawled in my mouth. Awful. <laughs> Anyways, he was like walking on my wire before. He made his way all the way over here. Where'd he go now? Did you actually manage to flick him? Because I if didn't. you. Oh, here he is. He's all the way down here. Whatever, boy. How about it? We cut to. No, we didn't cut to. Mm-hmm. Bad guy stuff. Leckerson's plan. All the things I said about collateral damage. And. Dalla has a crazy idea of what to do with the interdictor. I gotta get out of here. Oh, sorry. I flicked that directly at you. I don't know where you went. That's fine. I just don't want him in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very distracting when I'm trying to talk. Oh, there's movement in front of my mouth. Yep. It's not supposed to happen. So they blew apart the moon with missiles. And now Dalla says, get that interdictor over here. Because I have my own crazy idea, Moff Drickle Leckerson. Actually, she would never call him Moff. 
Nope. She's been calling him by his first name over communications. Yeah. To embarrass him or because she doesn't respect it's him. It's a or power move or whatever it is. Because she plans on letting him die. I don't know. But she has a big plan for the interdictor. And we cut to Jag and team are safe. They've made it to the Bloodfin. We don't get to see Tahiri fly, although I would love that. They, they're, they're safe. They're on board. And they're watching Dala's fleet now pull the broken moon chunks mm-hmm. into a shield around themselves. Yeah. This is cuckoo bonkers. What are What is happening? We blow the moon up with missiles. Bang! It causes enough chaos for us to get some space in this battle that we were outmaneuvered and outnumbered. And now we're going to cluster it all back together around us. We're going to hide in the middle of this debris field. Yeah. Why not just go hide in it in the first place? I guess now the holes are big enough for a Star Destroyer. Because Jag was behind the moon when he was hiding. Was he behind it? Yeah. Or, oh, it's yeah. Like it, come, it comes out from behind. Because the there was that uh, floating transport or whatever that yeah. hit them yeah, 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 or yeah. something. Yeah. It like gave them a false sense of security when they scanned the area. Yeah. And so I guess what we're going to do is just hide in the center of a pile of rocks with all of our ships. I don't understand how this makes sense. If I'm on the inside of a bunch of rocks with delicate ships that obviously were just damaged by the rocks. Mm-hmm. Why would I hide in the middle of that when could they not just shoot all the rocks? Yeah. And make it bad for everybody inside. But it's like part of it is counting on Jag's honor. I probably he he wouldn't do that. Jag no. wouldn't do that. It's a clever use of the gravity wells, though. It is an, a fun idea. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not, listen, I'm not a tactical genius. I just don't understand the advantage of that. Like, you got cover, but now you're literally trapped. Not strapped. Trapped and stuck is what I was going to originally say. Yes. So, I don't know how that helps you, but we cut to Dala in the moonshell on the Chimera thinking about how they're safe, but trapped. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you just run away? They don't have an interdictor or else they'd be smushing you with those rocks. Yeah. That's what I would do. Crunch. Just, just overpower the... <laughs> just, okay, you're pulling them towards yourself. Let me help you. And then we crush you. <laughs> right. Yeah. But safe, but trapped. And we cut to a flashback. To Moff Gattel shooting Jag with a stun bolt. Yes. And then putting the gun on the table and putting his hands in the air as fast as he can. Because the room isn't soundproof like he told Dala. Tahiri comes running in with a lightsaber. And he's like, oh, 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 wait, wait, don't, don't kill me, don't kill me. Here's the deal. Dala's going to be here in 12 days. So I can tell you what about that. Yeah, because he didn't. That was his own plan that he did yeah. without any window. He did not knowing. discuss that with Jag ahead of time. No, just shot him. Just shot him. But it was a stun bolt. Ah, oh, this guy's hard to kill. Jag chastises him for having secret labs and experiments. Mm-hmm. But tells him, uh, be good and we'll be cool. Good yeah. guy stuff. Yeah. Forgiveness. Also very sneaky because Gattel said, hey, you said you were going to give me that serum. No, I didn't. I said I was going to give you the vial that was on the table that was right. full of water or whatever. Yeah, the fake one. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. You asked for that one specifically, you fool. So you can have it. Go but ahead and drink still, it. But still, I don't... He wouldn't give it to him. No. <laughs> Not even close. Whatever. He's got some sort of plan for it. Yeah, he does. And guess what? As any man's plan in any book, don't know. I think he's going to give it to Fett. 
I think he's going to give it to the solos. Because it kind of pertains to both of them. Like, if you can use this to reverse engineer undoing the nanovirus thing, Mm -hmm. well, that, yeah, definitely helps Boba Fett. Saves him the ability to go back home. But it's also your family. Although he doesn't know about Alana and that nanovirus stuff, does he? Does Jag know that Alana is Amelia? I don't think so. I don't think so. He... No, he doesn't. And I'm actually getting confused with her name now because they use it so interchangeably. That's why I honestly say both all the time. Yeah, what is her real name? I'll, I'll try to use them like together because yeah. I don't... I, I think her name's Amelia. And I think her actual name is Alana and she's supposed to be called Amelia. That's what I mean. In group. Yeah, yeah. Like her her birth name yeah. is Amelia. No. <laughs> I, I'm thinking... No! That way. What? <laughs> So, way, someone tell us. Whatever, man. Her last name's Solo. That's all that matters. But hey, I don't know what he's going to do with that drop juice. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He says he has a plan with it. Yep. But Good. in my favorite twist of all writing, they don't tell us what the yeah. plan is. Going to give us... Uh... Do you know that you can tell us what the plan is and like it can still be interesting because things can go wrong? Yeah. Not everything has to be like, I tell you I have a secret and then I unveil the entire secret at once. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be the only way we do things. It could be a slow walk there. Yeah, like Luke Skywalker could tell somebody, maybe even as his sister who he's leaving behind, but we get to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything has to be a serial rug puller, mm-hmm. but Star Wars. Yeah. Chapter 36. The Jedi Temple, Coruscant, where Grand Lord Vol has arrived just in time to see all of High Lord Warkin's hard work. Say that. Yep. <laughs> Ten times fast. The Sith love them some titles, though, eh? The Grand Lord's here to see the High Lord, and blah, blah, blah. He tells him, bad news about the home planet. <laughs> Kesh is lost. But yep. Coruscant is ours, baby, because Abeloth is a loser. Yes. She didn't even she's come here. somewhere, I don't know she's where. She's somewhere licking her wounds, probably taking over somebody weak to gather power while we come here to Coruscant. And guess what? Forget about Kesh. This is home now. Yeah. And then, now, tell me everything you know about Rokari Kem. <laughs> this is like, this. if I'm High Lord Warkin, my boss shows up who, you know, your bosses will kill you. Yeah. Any, anytime you sneeze wrong. Cool. Your boss shows up, great success, put some complications and weird things happening. And all he tells you is that, hey, our home planet, destroyed. Hey, tell me everything about Rokari Kem. This guy must be just a head spinner, right? Yeah, but he does. Yeah, d- don't worry about it. Just tell me why we're winning in like an hour. Tell tells him everything about Rokari Kam. She's gained this following through her cult of personality. She's a freer of slaves, but she's not who she seems to be. She was mean to me when yeah. I met her in person. Yeah, she's definitely not a user of the force, he says. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, as This is my note. They continue to be arrogant for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Grand Lord Vol says, I'm going to kill her tonight. I'm going to go kill Roki Kem tonight. Yep. And we cut to High Lord Warkin decides to celebrate early because yay, hubris. Yeah, he's drinking bottles of Get some good tasting booze. Hammered. And then he gets a call in the middle of the night where he's like, God, I wish I wasn't so hungover. But the celebration was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's like three in the morning. This must be High Lord, uh, Grand Lord Vol, excuse me, wrong title, calling me in the middle of the night to tell me what a success 
his assassination was because assassinations are really easy in the Star Wars world. And so he probably could have called me at a more reasonable hour, but I'll allow it because we're a celebration, bitches. <laughs> and he answers the phone to a phone call, not from Rokari Kem, excuse me, a hollow chat. What? Not from Grand Lord Vol, I mean. Yes. But from Rokari Kem. Uh, holding the head of Grand Lord Vol, ask, <laughs> asking if maybe you lost anything. Hey, did you lose this thing? I think it's yours holding up a head. Whoa, that escalated quickly. And yeah. maybe you guys jinxed it with your early celebration, huh? What do you think? That I'll, death display was so amazing. <laughs> I loved it. Just really brutal yeah. and really visceral. Yeah. Like... What? Is, who is this Rokari Kem person who is so lovable and a freedom fighter and a uh, a lover of all things and a, a, a belonger to community, holding up the severed head of Grand Lord Vol on the hollow chat? Yeah, that was scared and tortured looking because it right. the, the head looked afraid. Yeah, the uh, the face that was frozen yeah. on his visage. <laughs> well. Showing him the severed head of his former boss, she tells him, you work for me now. Mm -hmm. As we do in bad guy worlds. She tells him, you will help me become, quote, the beloved queen of the stars. Ah, more titles, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's a bold one. That's a bold title for sure. And we cut to High Lord Warkin and Rokari Kem meeting for breakfast. He's hungover, and they go to a diner for breakfast. (laughs) And she says, quote, make me president. This isn't quote. Actually, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Talking about, you know, you were the one who put Padnell Oven in charge. Uh, That's enough of that. And he's like, yeah, a couple months. We'll get a real election. We'll make it. We'll get you in charge. And she's like, nah, make me the president tomorrow. Yeah. Because she's got things to do, apparently. Yeah, and that's a good start. I'm tired of waiting. Make me president tomorrow. You're right. It's a good start because she's got a whole plan. Mm -hmm. First president, then beloved queen of the stars, then goddess. Yep, she's uh, high-reaching. Girl, what? (laughs) She's got some lofty goals. What? Find out next week when we cover Fate of the Jedi, book eight, Ascension. Chapters 37 through 40. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Not Apollon. Not at all. Totally not Apollon. Going to be goddess though. Beloved. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.